My Little Town brought to you every Wednesday in the 7 a.m. hour by St. Luke's University Health Network. I want to thank President Seipel, everybody over there at St. Luke's that are online with a great website at sluhn.org. Heather Fisher is the mayor of Portland, Pennsylvania. She's in the middle of a a four-year term. I invited her on this morning to talk about the latest news from Portland, PA, and how the town is coping with that 611 road closure. Good morning, Mayor. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Good to see you again, Heather. Where were you originally from again? Are you originally from the area? Are you a Jersey transplant? Yeah, I'm a Jersey transplant. I actually was born in Wantage, New Jersey, and uh-huh. moved up to Hackettstown, so kind of like got closer and closer to that PA border. <laughs> and then we bought our house in Portland about, I think, 2006. And you've been mayor now for a couple of years. Do I have that uh, right? Yes, since January of 2022, I believe. Uh-huh. And you have to fulfill this year and next year yep. at the end of 2025. My is, is finished up. So You're going to run again? Have you decided? I haven't you decided scoop, yet. You got a scoop for me? Yeah, I definitely, I'm definitely thinking about it. There's... There was a there's a lot of barriers there that I wasn't anticipating, so it is hard to get things done and and to make things move. I think we're at an, a different time in our in our history right now, but I mean nothing gets done if you don't keep trying. So we'll consider it. Now I could ask what sort of barriers you're talking about, but that could lead us down a whole different tangent here, couldn't it? It's <laughs> only a half hour show, right? <laughs> What's the latest from Portland? What's going on in your world there? Well, I mean, things are going good. We had our Founders Day in October, October 21st. Yeah, how, what was that all about? How was it, it was, you know, we had, with the road closure, we were having a lot of trouble bringing traffic into Portland, and we were just trying to come up with something that could bring the residents together, you know, kind of introduce Portland to people, because we're not a town that people came through 611 to find. They found us going through the yeah. scenic route. So. You know, we tried to come up with something that would introduce the town to, to outsiders and to, to tourists and stuff. So we grouped in with the, the county, and they did award us a grant, a really great grant, to go ahead and, and, and throw a Founders Day. And it was on the 21st of October, which was our day that we were incorporated in 1876. So it was wow. exactly the same day. So it, it was a lot of work, a lot, a lot of work for a small committee. Um, but we pulled it off. We had a bunch of musicians. We, you know, I did the artwork for uh, Memory Lane, which was people, it's called Face in Hole, where you put your face in there, you right. take pictures. So we did a whole bunch of that stuff. And uh, we had the trolley there, taking people around. It was really, really great. Um, a lot of people attended. We grouped up with Paza Tree of Life, which is a Native American nonprofit organization. They did a mini powwow. And that was amazing. Um, so just a lot of different things that brought a lot of people in. So we're hoping that we get to do it again next year. Oh, you got to get some money to do it. Though, yeah, right? yeah we, did put our, we did put our, our grant request in. So we should find out by the end of this year. Heather, what is the population of Portland? PA? Uh, just under 500 people. All right. Now let's talk about this road closure <clears throat> because it's been going on now for way too long. Mm-hmm. What's the latest? What do you know about this? And we do have some information from Kathleen Sant, who's the public uh, affairs, public relations director over there at the park. What are you hearing about all this? Well, I think I think the same thing as as everyone else. You know, there's not there's not too much that officials on my side are, are hearing, but I think it's a lot of, you know, we're almost there, but then we're not, and we're almost there. And, 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 you know, it's gotten to a point where sometimes when the updates come out, you know, I'll share them, but I don't really go all out to make sure that people have the information because I, I feel like the information is just another kind of bookmark in this process and it's not going to happen. I don't want to get people's hopes up. Hey, we're going to have one lane open, you know, get ready. You know, senior citizens don't have to take the Route 80 anymore and worry when they're getting to their doctor's appointments. And right. I don't want to get everyone just excited and going when it's just going to be another, you know, stall at the end, which it was. You know, we were excited thinking that 
one lane was going to open once they've got, and, and it turns out that, you know, MPS, their latest, is saying that what PennDOT submitted wasn't exactly what was discussed. So now we're right back at, you know, square one at the drawing board. And, you know, we've still got these businesses on both sides. You've got asparagus sunshine that, that is closing on the Delaware Water Gap side. Oh, no, her, her, they're closing? Yeah. Yep. Oh, End of this man. year. Yep. And Lauren, I mean, she worked so hard. It was, oh, what a great she was so store. Involved. Oh, such a great store. And then you got oh. Persimmon Lane, almost like the same kind of eclectic store on the other side in Portland. And they were going to try to stay open until Christmas, but it was it was just too much. So she closed her doors too. And she was the one that was having the Moonlight and Magic Market. So she was making all this effort to have these markets open every month through the summer to bring people in. And she still couldn't make it because that traffic going through that scenic route is so important to our town and to Delaware Water Gap. You know, it's just, I don't know how they're supposed to survive. You're in Portland, PA. I'm in Stroudsburg, PA. But you had to go to New Jersey to get here yes. this morning. Yep, I had to pay a toll this morning to come here. Yes. All right. Now, the latest we have on this boondoggle is that PennDOT went in there, right? And they said we got to, they had made some plans that they submitted to the National Park Service. And then the National Park Service met up with PennDOT. And it sounds like PennDOT has got to get a lot more rock out of there, right? right? Than the Park Service was aware of. So that's where they stand right now. Right. But nobody seems to be in a rush to get that road open. And now you're telling me the businesses are closing. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. It doesn't, it doesn't feel like there's a rush. And I, you know, I give credit to MPS for, you know, trying to be as public and as open as, you know, they can be and, and telling them that the stall is not with them. But, you know, the, the issue is the stall is somewhere like, yeah. you know, I the main person that I've had pushing with me has been Representative Flood. Like she, you know, if I reach out to her, she gets back to me right away. She brought the chairman of transportation committee down to Portland in June. I walked it with them. Like we literally all walked it together, pointing out with PennDOT what we needed to be done. And you know, that's at that time is when I found out it wasn't even as much as we thought. Like it was only going to be small sections. It wasn't like everyone was thinking where this long piece of road has to have all this work done. Um, so I thought, oh, great. You know, there's only sections that have to have the mesh up and then we can get one lane. And it doesn't seem to be like reality is like bumping up with like, you know, what it, the word that's out there and the information that's out there. And, and there's some disconnect somewhere. And you know, life is continuing on. People's businesses are closing. People are, you know, I had a, a woman reach out to me asking if there was anything that could be done because she's paid $700 in tolls this year alone while she's already trying to make ends meet, trying to go to college at Northampton County College, and she just can't do it. Everything costs too much. She can't add a toll into that. And there's nothing like there, there's nothing that can be done is what they're telling us. If they could just get one lane open, at least. Yep. Agreed. Put agreed. up one of those temporary lights that they mm -hmm. do on yep. 611. Have yep. you attempted to contact the governor about this? Yep. Multiple times. Multiple times. Senator Fetterman, everybody that you can possibly think of. I reached out to Senator Pascola several times over the last couple of weeks just asking for a sit down um, with her asking her to come to Portland so that the residents from Portland and the surrounding areas could kind of have a conversation with her and let her know, like, you know, reality of what they're going through, and, and I haven't heard anything back. So the National Park Service had this meeting with PennDOT back in October. It turns out they're going to need a little bit more rock to be moved out of that area, and that's where we stand with this thing, and that's going back to October now. Yeah. What? How, how many businesses have closed because of this? Do you know? Well, so far, it has only been the two—well, I don't even want to say only because those are lives and, you know, yeah. so many things attached to them, but so far, to my knowledge, it's just been asparagus, sunshine, and persimmon lane. But, I mean— how much longer can can they hold on? I mean, I don't know how much their business is being affected in the winter because it's, you know, probably just like the same as always. But 
you know, they they would gear up during that summer. It's almost like, you know, padding everything that they needed to get through the winter, and they didn't have that this summer. So how do you expect them to make it through the winter to the next? And then there's no plan. I mean, you know, winter, you know, prohibits them from doing a lot of things, but it also prohibits PennDOT from doing a lot of things. They can't work and do all this other stuff. So everything has been at a standstill, and now you're going to have a whole winter of no, you know, of no progression. So, uh, you know, take this time to sit down at the table with each other, figure it out, and make it work. Like why, you know, we, we're all, we're all just trying to live every day, getting up, trying to make, you know, ends meet. And you know, we're, we're kind of at their mercy. So, you know, there's gotta be something that can, do, somebody is creative enough to, huh. to make this work. So let's get them to the table and, and make it work. If they can get I-95 open in two weeks, yeah. remember, in, Phil- mm-hmm. in yep. the Philadelphia. And a lot of people make that comparison, and I get yes. it. You know, I get it. It's, it's yeah, there's a lot of different things in play, and there's, you know, tri- national tribes, and there's, they're all, yes, I, under- I understand that, but we're getting nowhere, and it's been a year. You know, it, it oh, just, we yeah. just can't keep going like this. All right. How about some good news? Are there any uh, new businesses in yes. Portland that you yes. might want to uh, talk about? Excited, as being the number excited. one ambassador for Portland. <laughs> excited to say that we had the bar open up in Portland, which is a personal training studio. Um, Rich Scott opened that up, so he's a resident of Portland, so we're super excited to have that. Um, it's called the bar. The bar. Yep. Yep. But it's so, not a bar. Not a bar. Not a bar. <laughs> I, I, it, it, it's funny because you look at the window and it does have like the, the weights on there, and yeah. I'm like, that's a good logo because otherwise you get you'll be getting the people walking through. Well, let's just stop here, but it's it's great. He he's been, he has been a personal trainer for a long time, so um, I think it's going to be a good, it's going to be good for him. We have a lot of the kids that are very you know, athletic in the area and the school and stuff like that. So it's it's an, a studio that they can go to to kind of, like, focus on, you know, the things that they want to focus on, and, and Rich will help them get to where they want to be. Very cool. Any other new restaurants or businesses opening up? Or? Um, No no new restaurants or businesses opening up. But, again, I ask that, you know, everyone just support. You know, you got Furs, uh, the restaurant right around the corner. You've got Duncan. You've got the chocolate shop. Right. You've got, you know, we just. Oh, that chocolate yeah. shop. And he's the nicest guy <laughs> in the world. He really there, is. You stand there long enough, he'll give you some Yeah, I was just going to say, you will never go in there and leave empty-handed. As <laughs> I have great. conversations with him, I get all different kinds handed to me. So and we got Portland Auto Repair, you know, things like that. But all these businesses, need, you know, they need that support. But, again, I'm here a year later asking, you know, please, you know, support these businesses. So yeah. let's just get them through the winter and see what can come up, oh, you know, man. in the summer and spring. What's going on with this River Point Warehouse project? Is that going down? What do you got about that? Uh, well, the latest that I that I know of, you know, I'm not I'm not a big supporter of it because I right. think it's obvious that it will change the what you know what our community looks like and it'll have a huge impact on. We already have a lot. Just last week, I had to run out of my house and down the road to direct an you know tractor trailer on Portland small roads because they make one wrong turn and then they get caught up and they don't know where to go. So it's like a. You know, myself and our council president, Stephanie Steele, are like the two people. Like, if you see someone, we have to run out there and direct them or they're going to take houses out because they have no idea where they are. So we're not looking forward to the increase of that. Oh, it's bad. Yeah, it's bad. So, you know, and whatever whatever is zoned, I understand that. I'm, you know, whatever is allowed to be there, I have no objection to. I just want to make sure that the people in, you know, the residents of Portland are protected. And I want to make sure that laws are being followed, permits are being issued, and that everything is being done the way it's supposed to be. So down the road, the residents aren't paying for something that they're, you know, they shouldn't be paying for or their health isn't being affected. And it's kind of hard to imagine how it wouldn't be when, you know, trucks are going to be idling and, you know, the quality of air. And there's just so many factors. So I think it's just important to make sure that all the I's are dotted and T's are crossed and it just... We're definitely not there yet. So this is a big, ugly warehouse project mm-hmm. that they want to put in Portland. Is that what it is? It's not in Portland. It's more. It's in. Uh, it's in Upper Mount Bethel. Yeah. But 
so basically it would just be upper Mount Bethel, but Portland doesn't get any benefit from it, but we just kind of get all the kickback of the negative of it right. because we're right there. So, and you know, a lot of that too, with six eleven, you know, it'll take some time for it to be built up, but their claim is, is that the cars will come down from route 80 and go right into the, you know, make a, a right and go into the development. But we know historically oh, that's not what's going to, you know, be what's going to happen. They're going to try to avoid the toll and it's, it's going to be a hot mess. So the traffic studies have showed, a huge increase in traffic. All right. Hanging out this morning with the one and only, so well-spoken, the mayor of Portland, PA, Heather Fisher, is my guest this morning, brought to you by St. Luke's University Health Network, online at sluhn.org. Quick break here, and we'll come back with more of the mayor.org. And I am Gary C., hanging out here with the mayor of Portland, PA, the one and only Heather Fisher. All Heather wants for Christmas is one lane open on 611. She's asked Santa. She she wrote the letter. She sent it to the North Pole. But she's going to need divine intervention, it seems. <laughs> A little bit more than Santa <laughs> to get that. Yeah, I said it's certified. <laughs> to get that darn road open. You have an open slot on your council right now. How are you going to fill that? What's going on with that? Uh, yeah, we have we have a, a, an open seat. If anyone is interested in, in making a difference, they just need to send their letter of intent to their borough. You have and, to be a Portland resident. Yep, for you have that? to be a Portland resident, and um, you know, just just kind of give us a little bit of background on you know what your experience is and, and why you would be interested. But it's a great opportunity to get involved. It's the holiday season, and Portland Baptist Church is doing a movie screening yes. this Saturday. What's that all about? Tell my listeners what that's all about. Yeah, there's a movie. Uh, it's a true story. It's about it's behind the Christmas Carol from Henry Wadsworth Longfellow's. Yeah. It's heard. I call the. I heard the bells. So they're going to be having a showing of that at six thirty. I believe it ends at eight fifteen. And then um, Refiner's Fire Ministry also has a candlelight Christmas Eve service uh, the twenty fourth at six thirty. Um, so they'll be having that. And then Portland also has, um, we have a yard decorating contest for Christmas. So, oh, really? yeah, so we, the, the, the yards enter the contest. We, at this point, we only asked that Portland residents vote. Um, when we started the contest, we opened it up to everyone and so many people voted and it was interesting that it broke our, our, our voting thing form <laughs> that we had. So we limited it to just Portland residents, but on that note, it is, you know, there's a, a lot of houses that go through a great effort to really light things up. So if we're looking for something, you know, that doesn't cost anything and is fun to do, just drive around Portland and take a look at the houses. It's, it's a good time. Oh, that's great. The Portland Baptist Church, by the way, is on Delaware Avenue, Yes, right? yep, Delaware Avenue. Portland, PA. Did you want to say hi to a towing company or something? What yes, yes. So yesterday, my, my son was on his way from, from Banger High School to go over to CIT and the truck that he has, which I would like to say is a, is a Dodge Ram 1500, and I was pregnant when I bought it, and now he's driving it 18 years later. So I think that says a lot about the truck. Um, but it did break down on the side of the road, and um, I did have to call AAA, and C&G Towing was there in a record amount of time. They're out of banger, out of banger. I'm at, I think it was like seven minutes from the moment that I called AAA to the point that they got there. And I mean, I, I was expecting hours. So I just want to wow. give a shout out to them for, you know, re really getting it done. When the mayor calls. <laughs> what does Portland, PA need right now more than anything else? What do you think? <sighs> That lane open, really? honestly. It's a big, big it's deal. A, it's a big deal. Yeah. It's gonna it's a it's a big difference. I mean, I think I think it's a really hard the holidays can be really hard for people in general. And I think, you know, we need something good to happen. Yeah. I think, you know, people are just kind of skating through, barely being able to, you know, afford a lot of things right now. So I I think being able to sit down at the table and work it out and you know, get something done that has needed to be done for a year now would go a long way in lifting people's spirits and making people feel like, 
like, you know, everything's possible again. So that would be, like you said, that would be my wish for Christmas. <laughs> what do you do during the day, Heather? What's your full-time gig again? Well, I, I am normally an executive assistant. So um, the company that I worked for, unfortunately, uh, took a major investment and had to lay off most of us. Oh. So, but I took some time off for the Founders Day. You know, it was, a, it was a lot, a lot of work. So I decided, you know, it's a good time with all the kids in school. So I'm going to go back to work. So I'm currently looking for an executive assistant to a CEO or some executive leadership team. Do you job. aspire to run for higher office as well? Do you maybe want to be a state rep or a state senator? What do you think? You know, I, I didn't before. I got involved, you know, and council just because, you know, I think like everybody else, something happened to me that I, you know, didn't like or thought I could do better. So I joined council and then went to mayor and I never gave it much thought, but the more that people say and the more frustrating it gets. And it's also the good things too, the people that you get to meet. And, you know, it's a lot of positive, positive things. I think we're at a, a difficult time right now, so it's easy to focus on the negative, but there's a lot of positives to seeing things happen and seeing something. I mean, Founders Day was a prime example. It was a dream in, in my head and, you know, all these things coming together and having it happen show you that if you try and you put that effort in and, you know, you can make it happen and, and there are funds there to make it happen. So I think yeah. any, anyone can do it. So Well, one of my personal credos is there are no problems, only opportunities, mm -hmm. Mayor Fisher. And you got to find out where the opportunity is. You are is absolutely. Here. And they're there. And, they are there. And who's going to help you open at 611? <laughs> I, I, I brought you on because I really wanted to you know, help you out with that. I don't know. What, you know, what are you going to do? You, the governor? You talked to yep. the governor. We you know the Pendod, Kathleen Sand has responded to my question. She's great. But you just got a little stalemate here between Pendod and the National Park Service. And I hope that can be corrected. Yeah, I agree. Early I think in the we've year, contacted huh? everyone. I mean, everyone that we could possibly think of that has any, you know, pull or, or and it, like you said, it's just it's at a standstill. And it. It cannot, you know, cannot be like this. So I think my next steps are going to be starting to just really do some research for for situations that have, you know, been similar to this and what those what those conclusions have been and and see what we can do from there because it, this isn't this isn't working. All right, you are on the case, and Portland, Pennsylvania is lucky to have you Thank as you. mayor. I'll tell you that. Heather Fisher, my special guest this morning in my little town, the mayor of Portland, Pennsylvania. My little town, always brought to you by St. Luke's University Health Network. Thank you, President Seipel. There at SL. UHN.org. Thanks, Heather. Thank you.